be in the Lord's house this morning. Amen. Good to see my brothers and sisters again. Hey. You got your Bibles. We're going to go to uh, Genesis chapter 43. And I'm going to talk about somebody who only has a real brief role in the Bible here. Um, but he's a good example of how we should treat others and a good example of obeying God's will for us as well as his commands. And that's going to be Joseph Stewart. So Genesis chapter 43, and uh, we'll start in verse 16 and read down to 25. And the Bible says, And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of his house, Bring these men home and slay and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. And the man did as Joseph bade, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they that and they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time we are brought in, that he may seek occasion against us and fall upon us and take us for bondmen and our asses. And they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house, and said, O oh, sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food. And it came to pass, when we came to the inn, that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in our hand. And other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food, we cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you. Fear not, your God and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money, and he brought Simeon out unto them. And the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their asses provender. And they made ready the present against Joseph came at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. Brother Bill, you mind uh, praying for us? My father, come forth, John, pray. Thank you, Lord. Another day, Brother Bill. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for reading the word. Pray that you take it and bless us. Brother, Lord, try to explain to us what you have to say. Lord, we invite our hearts to be the Christian folks. Thank you for the place to come this morning, Lord. Thank you for this. We can all this, Lord, for the first blessing. They might be able to pray that for us, what you have for us in the last day. We do it for this young lady, sir. Father, we pray for the city of the city. Those of us today, we pray for this in our wonderful heaven, perfect place. We pray for thanks for the prayer for you. We do it for the prayer of Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. So Joseph Stewart here, and we all know, I'm I'm sorry, did I say Joseph? Yeah. Yeah, so Joseph Stewart here. We, not, we all know about Joseph, you know, and his coat of many colors, and then his brethren selling them, and then, you know, basically winding up from prison up to where he is now as the governor of um, Egypt. And he has himself a steward who takes care of his house. But we don't know much about this fellow's background. We don't know his name, 
I mean, it could be either, you know, Hebrew or an Egyptian name. And we don't know his age, but I would guess, you know, some younger fellow, maybe middle-aged. And we don't know what race he is. All we do know about him is, you know, as Joseph Steward, first off, if you look in Genesis 43:23, and he said, Peace be unto you, fear not your God and the God of your father. So we know he acknowledges um, Joseph and his brethren's God, the God of their father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So we know that he acknowledges him. Now whether or not he believes in him or believes on him, we don't know. We also know that he is a fair and a kind person. Because in verses 19 to 25, let's see, he communed with them, and they came near, verse 19, and they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house. So he didn't ignore these people. He didn't just, you know, treat them like whatever. Of course, the steward was the only one that knew about the whole situation between Joseph and his brethren. But he talked with them. And then it said, um, let's see, verses, yeah, verse 23, and it said, Peace be unto you, fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sack. I had your money. So he gave it back to him, and he brought Simeon out unto them, because Simeon was sitting in the prison just to kind of ensure that they brought Benjamin back whenever they come back to uh, get, their, get more food. And 24, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. He gave them water to wash their feet, and he gave their asses provender. So he fed the donkeys, and he gave them water to clean up, and helped, verse 25, helped made them ready to, to dine with um, Joseph when he come back. So he was a fair and a kind fellow. And, you know, he treated them right, and he treated them the way we should treat others, basically. And um, verses 43, or chapter 43, we're going to go to 16 and 17 here. And when Joseph saw Benjamin with him, he said to the rulers of his house, Bring these men home and slay and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. And the man did as Joseph bade, and the man brought the men unto the house. He fully obeyed what he said. Also, if you go up to chapter 44 and then verses 1 through 6 it says this is after um, after he let he put the um, gold cup in Benjamin's sack and they departed to go back to I think it was the land of Canaan and it said verse 1 chapter 44 and he commanded the steward of his house saying yeah, fill these men sacked with food as much as they can carry and put every man's money in his sack's mouth and put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest and his corn money and he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. Very faithfully obeying. As soon as the morning was light the men were sent away they and their asses and when they were gone out of the city and not yet far off, Joseph said unto his steward, Up, 
follow after the men, and when thou dost overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have ye rewarded evil for good? Is not this it in which my Lord drinketh, and whereby indeed he divineth? Ye have done evil in so doing. In verse 6. And he overtook them, and he spake unto them the same words, fully, faithfully, fully obeying him. Now one thing other that we know about this steward is he entrusted all his dealings, that Joseph entrusted all his dealings with his brothers unto his steward. Now, how can we apply this to ourselves? Well, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. First Corinthians 4. Let's see, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. So there again, you know, we are stewards of God just like this, you know, Joseph had a steward, which whom we don't know his name or anything. Just a humble man that obeyed the orders of his master. Now, in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, God entrusts us with his dealings with others to us. 1 Peter 4, verse 10, As every man hath received the gift... Even so, minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So he, like I said, he entrusts us with his dealing because you could be the one that helps, you know, lead the soul to God. You could be the one, I mean, it could be anything. Whatever you're... That's going to be a different message, but whatever you're enabled to do. Now, enabled means um, when God puts you in actions. Having the ability to do something and wanting to do it, I mean, that can be against God's will. You wait until God enables you to do it, puts you in action to do it. But that's going to be a different message. And um, let's see. We'll go now to Romans chapter 12. And y'all read this one before. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And as we said earlier in um, 
1 Corinthians 4, verse 2, we would be found faithfully and fully obeying God. Now, there's three different um, good, acceptable, and perfect. What is that? Three. It says here, three adjectives. Three different wills that God has for the Christian, not three different aspects. Good is um, which God's approve but does not accept in the sense of rewarding what you are supposed to do. In other words, you know, you get saved and you know what's right, and but you don't do it. There's, you know, the goodwill of which God's approved. It's not accepting the sense of rewarding. In other words, kind of like doing the right thing with the wrong mind, so to speak. Or knowing and commission... Um, committing sins, omission could be just as bad. Not doing the right thing could be just as bad. Amen. And then you have the acceptable will, which means the Christian is not just doing right, but he's trying to serve God. That would be like us going to church or doing street preaching, handing out gospel tracts and getting into your Bible and praying. You know, that's acceptable. That can be rewarded. And then there's the perfect will, which is when the Christian doing exactly God would wants at precisely the time he wants it done. And I can only think of one person that's done that throughout their entire time on earth, and that's Jesus Christ himself. And it's I'm sure um, as far as in the New Testament, the Old Testament, um, they, they were still sinners, so... I mean, they didn't really do the perfect will, but they sure did the acceptable will of God. And I want to ask, as my conclusion, what's your stand in your um, fully obeying God's will? What's your stand in your good or acceptable or perfect will of God? And as a steward, not just to God, but to each other. I mean, I know myself, I've got to work on it. I do the best I can, but I'm human too. Amen. But that's one thing I wanted to, you know, ponder on and put on y'all's minds and hearts and, you know, something to think about, something to work on. And I hope this message was a, I know it's short and sweet, but I hope this message was a blessing to y'all and helpful. Amen. 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 Amen that it was a blessing or amen it was short and sweet. <laughs> amen. <laughs>